Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, your favorite right-wing wacko, head of the Tinfoil Nation, and we're live from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. And it is just a beautiful day to be alive, heading into a high of about 110 degrees today. Man, oh man, You can find us at this show. It was brought to you by Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender. You can find them at allamericangold.com, updated daily with prices and news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. I'm uh, literally every day more amazed. Never underestimate the power of the media and the ability to manipulate the masses as people are trying to forget that any of this is happening at all. It's amazing what we're witnessing worldwide. The only thing left is hope and government stimulus. By the way, Patriot Trading Group, you can find us here at one 800 951 Got the lovely Brooke out front with Arlene. They're uh, taking orders. The phones have been ringing all morning because the dip in gold that was, well, quite short-lived. At one point, I think we were down $30. Now we're down 8 Wall Street was rallying. NASDAQ's now getting pounded. It was off 150. People aren't sure which way to go or what to do. And again, the the, uh, manipulation of the media, the uh, social media. You see President Trump now is talking about maybe shutting down certain social media sites because they've just gone crazy. I'm joined with President of Patriot Trading Group. I spilled water all over his side of the studio about 10 minutes before we went on, but I have to admit the place is looking really good. Good morning, Joe Jaquin. How are you doing? So. <laughs> you know what? It beat the alternative. It was either going to be water or Jack, <laughs> and it ended up being the water. That's what, when everything started to tip, I grabbed the bottle of Jack. We had to save that yeah, for Friday. You don't don't for bring that. that. So, of course, you know, we use it strictly medicinally. We use it to disinfect the yes, microphone. yes. <laughs> Just soak it right in there, you know. <laughs> Man, I hope this finds you well, so we're just crazy. Happy Hump Day! Dude, I don't even know where to start. Okay, here, let me start with this. Let's go back to yesterday. i got to rewind. Okay, Novavax stock is down 14%. <laughs> Novavax, okay? Yeah, now, that was the one that was the miracle cure yesterday. Yesterday, right. So now, ask yourself a question, ladies and germs, that... Uh, if they had the cure to the coronavirus, would their stock be down 14% today? They, they have been able to pull this off. I mean, it's just amazing. By the way, Nova, Cliff at Copper State Motors. You can find them at uh, Copper State Motors. Look them up. They're a car dealer here in our uh, – him and his brother, Ed, right here in our complex. They do a great job, very reputable company. But Cliff told me, and he's a listener. I know he's listening now. He says that Nova's – you know, like the Nova Chevy Vax, Nova? Yeah, never sold in Mexico because the translation to Nova in Spanish is snafu. <laughs> That's a very good word for the Nova. <laughs> so that would explain yesterday why the Mexican stock market went way down <laughs> on the Nova Vax cure. So there you go. Uh, Oh, by the way, i got to throw this out there. On our website this morning at allamericangold.com, normally where we have the cartoon, uh, we have the Cub Scout troop from uh, Anthem, New River. Uh, They lost their ability 
to to fundraise. They normally would sell uh, these little booklets where you get you know oil changes or this or that. Uh, but but because of the coronavirus, they weren't allowed you know in front of the gas stations or the stores, uh, Safeways and Kroger. You know these big corporate. No, no, you can't be out there uh, doing You're this kidding. stuff. So, so they're not letting the little Cub Scouts out in front of the building. So uh, if you want to make a donation, this allows them to go on their their big camping trip. I think they go to the Grand Canyon or something like that uh, and make a donation uh, to the troop. Uh, If you make a $10 donation, they'll take these booklets that they had and they'll actually give them to first responders. For your donate, for your donation. Oh, so they'll hand them out. They'll get them to the right people to 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 get it. But if you if you have the means or anything like that and want to help some uh, kids uh, get to go on a a camping retreat and do what the Cub Scouts do and learn about building fires and and you know how to have some at least some primitive basic skills. Uh, make a donation. You go out to allamericangold.com and uh, click on the New River Troop there, and it'll take you to where you can put a, a so donation you're in. You're kidding me. Excellent. Good for you. So you put that on the website? I so, did. I did. All right, All American Gold. Help out the Cub Scouts. Were you a Cub Scout? I, I was. Uh, not for very long. Uh, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. Uh, me and the Den Mother's son. Uh, did not get along. Oh well, that'll do it. And then I was uh, you were blackballed. Yes, I was. My parents agreed with the decision that the Cub Scouts was not for me. Was your brother's scout? Oh, my my older brother uh, was a eagle. Uh, he got almost that. He he got right to it and then stopped because he decided to do Civil Air Patrol instead of the Colonel. The I colonel. A, I was, was a weebolo in Iowa. Yeah, you know, I was on you got my the, way. the checkered bandana yeah, as the yeah, weebolo. Yeah, yeah, I love. He had the bear on the 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 the, uh, the scarf, and and then when we moved, we moved from Arizona from Iowa to Arizona in 1968, and I got to go walk to my first Cub Scout meeting, and there was a bull snake uh, in between me and the meeting, and I had to catch him. So. <laughs> I can remember it like it was yesterday. I could never make it to those meetings. You turn an eight-year-old kid. We lived in the desert. Loose in the desert. It was awesome. So, all right. I, I really don't. I have more news. I can, I can do ten hours of news commercial free. I don't really don't even know where to start. I'll flip a coin. Stay tuned. We'll see if you want to get back. Radio News Hour live the 27th day of May 2020, the year of our Lord. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Joe Jake Wentbrook, Arlene. Uh, thanks to uh, our uh, local affiliate uh, 1010KXXT, Family Values Radio, our producer Ramon. He also puts the podcasts up. He's incredible, incredibly talented at what he does. Um, we also, Jason, who does everything up in Colorado at 1360 KHNC. Don't forget our YouTube channel, uh, Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, podcasting anywhere, everywhere. Our, our Facebook page. Facebook. At 1360KHNC.com. Go do that. Go, yep. to, go like, to Facebook and go to search. Go 1360 KHNC and like us there if you can. Right. So. And there was three or four versions before ours, but ours has got the ones that's got all the followers. 
uh, or you can go right out to the 1360KHNC.com and click the, the Facebook app, and it'll take you right to the page and like us there as well. Well, we did a coin toss over the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I really don't even know where to go. You want to talk about war? You want to talk about the Chinese war that's brewing? I mean, it's oh, World War Three. just about everywhere you look. Here so. comes gold right on cue, flying up the charts here. Uh, the currency war may be back on with the Chinese. The Chinese reset the renminbi today <laughs> to a new, like, multi-year low, oh. 7.2 renminbi now to the dollar, right after they launched not one, but two more aircraft carriers uh, out in the China Sea over right before Memorial Weekend. And, and you know, all of these things are starting to heat up again, Eric. And Martha McSally was on uh, Brian Kilmeade this morning on our station up in Colorado, and she's, you know, I mean, these are these people want to go to war. They really do. And, I mean, the trade wars are going to be bad enough. I mean, if we get rid of our Chinese, quote-unquote, Chinese supply lines, which is funny they say that, people don't realize that everything. I mean, I'm looking around the room here. we got a clock, telephone, computers, my watch, the uh, board we broadcast on, the drywall, the windows. Everything in here came from China. Everything. So you take that away. Now, the reason it went to China, let's least I remind you, is because, A, there's no OSHA. There's no, the communists don't care about the workers. There's no workman's comp. If you can't go to work that day or if you're sick, they drag you off the, 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 the construction line. They throw you out the window and they get somebody else. This is how this happened. Americans, are you kidding me? I'm talking about 100% inflation. we got to bring it back. Nobody cared when it left. Nobody cared. I did it. I pointed out. I talked to it every day. We were on the air everywhere we're at when all this was going on, when they put together NAFTA and GATT, and I was watching them disassemble factories, all the intellectual property, everything just handed over to the commies. Yeah, take it. We don't want it. We don't want it. It's bad for the environment. So now you want to go to war with them? The uh, privileged children, white children in America whose parents lie to get them into UCLA, you think they're going to go to war and fight the communists for American industry back? And by the way, you people keeping score at home, and if you just flip through the doll and you're like, who's this nutcase? You can't go to war with the people who build your military industrial complex. You it, can't go fight them. It's, so, it could cause a little bit of a problem. Could be a problem. Yeah, time out. We need some more computer parts for our tanks. <laughs> and all he had to do was reprogram the tanks. They pointed the tanks where? They went to Japan? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> They're programming the planes. I mean, we gave it all away. We gave it all away. The country's in major trouble. Now the war drums are beating, man. It's. I hate being right all the time. I just hate it. How many times have we said on this show that someday America's going to want all of this back? You hear Larry Kudlow yesterday, we'll pay to bring it back. Right? <laughs> Larry Kudlow said, by the way, you know, that uh, the third quarter of this year, double-digit growth, everything's going to be fine. The Well, listen, I don't disagree because we're going to have like negative 40% growth uh, this quarter, and then we'll get 10 or 11% in the third quarter and call it prosperity. Let me just give you uh, some of the job cuts for today. Boeing laying off another 6,000 workers. Of course, they just laid off 16,000 employees a couple of of weeks ago. Uh, Who was it? Tuesday morning, the retailer 
uh, shutting over a third. They had 700 stores. I didn't even know they had that many. Shutting over 200 stores. Amtrak came out and says, guess what? We need another, what is that, bailout number 10 for Amtrak. They're going to be cutting jobs. Hertz rent a car, 16000 Of course, they just they filed, filed bankruptcy the, Friday night. Fi- yeah, filed bankruptcy on Friday. Friday late. I mean, it was a weird deal. 16000 so. layoffs. And, I mean, and, and, again, this is the problem. These aren't furloughs. These aren't temporaries. These are permanent jobs gone. And then uh, the other thing is now many Americans, and this is what I started talking about uh, the other day, like Eric said, you hate being right all the time. Pay cuts coming for Americans all over the country. As companies are saying that, yep, we reopened, business is half. If you want to stay employed, you need to take a pay cut. Well, that's what's happening now. So salaries, how about Major League Baseball? So what are they doing there? Now, this is, this, is, this is a microcosm. Study Major League Baseball because this, I think, is what they're going, the business model, they're going to have to repeat throughout every American corporation. So, yeah, so baseball, they're trying to get started again. They, they're not going to have fans in the stands. And the owners are like, listen, we don't have the revenue. And so they wanted the highest paid players to take pay cuts. And then they were going to take the guys that were at the low end, and and uh, you guys, you're you don't have to do it. You know the socialism. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. So that so if we put this on the U.S. economy, all the people that are home and aren't working, or they work minimum wage, not only are they going to get their other check plus a little bit extra, and the people that are making a lot of money, we're going to take it from you. You, you got to take it from somebody. Socialist baseball. So Socialist much, baseball. So much was for the baseball, proposal. hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. You're watching. You're watching. Do you understand? This is a tectonic shift of the United States of America and the way that we've lived our lives through all these years. It may never, ever, ever, ever come back. It is incredible what they've been able to get done and how easy it was for them to do it. So, yeah, watch baseball. Now you got the same problem. They say 30% of the UAW refused to go back to work. They're not going. We don't care. We'll take the unemployment for now. They want to get rid of the – the Keynesians want to get rid of the unemployment. i got a great story coming up from a former Fed governor, three ways how to fix the economy. You're going to love this. And then, uh, then now so now you got 20% of teachers. Right. right. We're, we're not coming back. about that. Yeah, we're not coming back. How many? What's the percentage of students? And the great thing about college yeah. students that aren't going to go back—they're not going to go back. So, what are you going to do with a college degree anyway? I ask you. So, you know, besides a government job, which is where it's kind of going now, to get everything back, how are we going to get it back? How are we going to get? Nobody knows how to run the machinery to run, to make shirts and shoes. And great news! So and so's coming back right. to America. Right. Bad news. Nobody actually knows how to use the equipment. This morning they're talking about freezing all Chinese assets in America. Uh, let me say that again to you. Okay. Now, okay. Uh, can I ask, six months ago, if this would have been the headline, the Dow would have been down 1,000 points. 1,000. At 10, least, 000. right? And now <laughs> now all of a sudden it comes out and nobody cares? Right. No, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. the evil Chinese. They're the people that have killed us. And by the way, the virus is doing exactly what it's designed to do, kill off conservatives, because they won't wear masks. (laughs) We have the right to not wear masks. By the way, they said 
The, the, the latest signs are no, sure, no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. So, yes, another American freedom gone. Now, we have 70... Now, I'm not saying this is the fact that truth. There are 500,000 Chinese students at American universities, 70,000 of them in Arizona. And all of them flew back in after the Christmas holiday, by the way. So, um... People don't realize how many there are. There, how many there are, and and this is where a lot of these schools, because they pay full boat. This is oh a full, yeah, out of country, full a lot pay, of money involved, big money involved, subsidized. The Chinese government pays right, and then of course they take that uh, whatever they can steal, they steal it right. They 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 take the the education they got, bring it back home, and apply it. Uh, over there in China, but this is going to be a huge ramification. And I'm not talking, listen, ASU is going to be fine, right? U of A is going to be okay. Boulder is going to be just fine. But the little schools, right, the Division II schools, the Division three schools, you don't realize they're there as well. Those schools, it's going to be real hard. I wouldn't be, don't be surprised if you don't see hundreds, hundreds of, of Division Three and Division Two NAIA schools closing down because of this. I think we should not allow them to leave the country, and they will be forced to rebuild American factories. And show him how to use this machine, right? So you guys have to stay. So no more flights. So, I mean, other than that, anything that costs a dollar from China is going to cost $10 in America. I mean, we all know it. That's why it all left in the first place. What costs ten is going to cost a hundred. Just do the math: a hundred, a thousand. I'm not kidding you. I don't see any other way. Are you trying to tell me you got to try to build a factory with the Environmental Protection Agency standing there? Oh yeah, you're going to need this and that, and, 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 and the government's going to be writing checks to do it, right? Come on. I know. So unless they nationalize it all, which is what's happening. So, I mean, it's just amazing. So not only in baseball, now companies across the United States are cutting salaries as they fight to survive the coronavirus, upending a key assumption in modern economics and raising another hurdle to a rapid recovery. The hard numbers won't be in for months, but anecdotal evidence now is piling up quickly on earnings calls. Big businesses, including the Constainer Store Group and Lyft, have cited that they are temporary salary reductions put in place for the executives. And so. it's not just executives, right? You're going to see it everywhere. There is a guy talking on TV, right? And, of course, all of it very positive and saying, oh, no, but we think that by the fourth quarter of this year, uh, American car manufacturing will be back to 65% of where it used to be. Yeah, somehow that's good news. Right, that's that's a celebration right. of, of epic performance. That's good news. Yeah, we might even have, we might even have you know, 40% plane occupancy. <laughs> I mean... They were all rallying this morning. Right, you think about it. Okay, so how many people got to lose their job? Or what kind of pay cuts do you got to get to make those numbers work? It's just insanity. And, I mean, you know, I just somebody's at fault. Nobody's at fault. It's an act of God. They haven't declared that. But to, to do what they're doing here, and the only thing they're doing, and I said yesterday, is they're now creating another 08. Oh, well, there's no emergency. Look at the stock market. Oh, you lost your home? Oh, you had three houses? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't worry. The publicly traded companies that we supported, the ETFs, they're going to buy them. It's fine. It's fine. We're, we gotta, they'll we gotta, they'll we gotta, rent them out to the downtrodden people. So, 
God, I just dropped something else. Everything's falling apart today. Who is that guy? Anyway, we have a brass statue in here that uh, he's pretty neat. Uh, guy That's a Carson there. original. A customer of ours uh, made that for me. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, so anyway, now the pandemic, of course, triggered unemployment on a scale here that we haven't seen ever. I mean, it's taken out the Great Depression. Let's really call it what it is. So the, the media and everything trying to hold the people together, I'm all for it. It's great, you know. It's great. But it's somehow we're going to have to come up with something better than lying. And then the government's like, well, you know, we're only going to bail out the uh, publicly traded companies. And they're, they're trying to put this business model in again. So the stock market rallies. Because the rising tide will lift all boats. They already know that doesn't work. We already did it in 08. So I don't think there is an easy answer here. They need to get moving. I have said that they need to monetize. They need to monetize the entire economy, and they've stopped. Everything has stopped. So now there's there's some people that are starting to question um, what's really happened and where we're heading and what they're what what the proper thing to do is. And I'm not saying that I have the answer, but I can tell you one thing, that a nasty case of inflation will be a whole lot better than the making the Great Depression of the 20s look like child's play. So we'll talk about that when we get back. A few ideas of the V-shaped recovery. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Idaho is leading the pack when it comes to protecting girls' sports. Governor Brad Little signed the nation's first bill, making it illegal for boys claiming to be girls to compete in girls' sports. This bill couldn't come at a better time. Media hype about transgendered young people is reaching an all-time high. Confused boys are suffering from gender dysphoria, which is the belief that your feelings do not align with your anatomical sex. Even if gender dysphoria is not increasingly common, at the very least it's being treated less and less. My deepest sympathies go out to the people who suffer from it. However, we cannot allow the mental illness of the minority to destroy the hard work and accomplishments of the millions of girls who play sports. They expect their hard work to be challenged on the field, court, mat, rink, or track. But they shouldn't have to face biological boys with all the biological advantages boys have in sports. This is a very real problem in our nation. Other states have already seen high school wrestling and track championships stolen by boys claiming to be girls. When LGBT activists are faced with the problem of girls being beat out by boys, their only line of reasoning is to say, Well, that's too bad for the girls, but we shouldn't discriminate against transgenders by forcing them out of the game. That's nonsense. Absolutely no one is prevented from competing under the Idaho law. All it says is that you have to compete with the sex you were assigned at birth. If transgender kids want to compete in sports, no one is stopping them. Just like a non-transgender boy can't compete on the girls' teams, a boy who is transgender also can't compete on the girls' teams. They have to compete with the boys. This is complete and total equality. There is no difference in treatment whatsoever. Boys against boys and girls against girls. That's fair. When all is said and done, if we're going to protect the integrity of girls' sports nationwide, more states must pass laws like Idaho's Fairness in Women's Sports Act. Our girls, after all, need to be taught that if they work hard and practice hard, that victory is always within their reach. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The traditional family is the building block of our communities and country. That's why it's imperative to support strong marriages, respect fathers, and champion stay-at-home moms. At phyllisschlafly.com, we oppose the liberal attempt to redefine the family. To join us, visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Sederstrom. It's uh, Wednesday. I got to tell you, I feel better this Wednesday than I had the last couple of Wednesdays, but we didn't have to work Monday, so I'm all caught up again. So a shortened week here. There's a story on Bloomberg this morning, Bloomberg Opinion Poll by uh, Nariana Kokolakota. He was a, uh, what a name, too. He was, he's a, he's a Bloomberg Opinion columnist, but he's a professor of economics at the University of Rochester and was president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis from 2009 to 2015. Yeah, Dale Kashkari replaced him. Right, right. So, by the way, uh, is it Minneapolis that's burning over the... Yeah, they, they had a little uh, mini-riot, if yeah, you will. I, it's terrible. And then the, the, the whole Chinese riots, and why is the country getting involved with the communists cracking down on the, uh, you know, the uh, Hong Kong Hong Kong freepers. You know, I mean, what do we care? Really, why? What, what is it? Well, because it? It, it, it's about the fact when when England gave Hong Kong back to China, you know, and, and again, wink, wink, nod, nod, right? Okay, but you've got to let Hong Kong have its sovereignty. That was the deal, right? And, of course, when it was China, go, oh, sure we will. Okay, everybody knew right. that that was never really going to happen. Making deals with the communists, yeah, it just doesn't right? work out. So. It's not going to go that way. So now the evil communists, I've been listening to them all morning, you know, the war drums, the evil communists. We love the, the citizenry there that are standing up against the communists. But, you know, it's not our country. So Everyone loved the Chinese. Wall Street loved the Chinese in the 90s. In the early, matter of fact, right up until... Uh, what about a year and a half ago? They loved the Chinese. Well, they'll probably they're going to try to freeze all their assets, all their equities, all the people have money in this country. They talked about defaulting on the trillion plus that China has invested in U.S. bonds that that Trump piped up and Larry Kudlow came running out. Right. <laughs> oh, no, 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 America's not defaulting on its debt. So, but who knows? Maybe it'll become Trey chic to not pay. You know, remember at the beginning of the housing crisis. Where if you, you know, the shame of foreclosure. Remember the guy at the Biltmore who burnt his home down rather than lose it to foreclosure. And they found him guilty of arson and he took a cyanide pill in the courtroom. You know, who knew, had he just hung on another six months, that at, at in the conversations at cocktail parties, oh, you only lost three homes? I lost five. As you have your pinky out shipping, sipping champagne. It so. became one of the things. I was jealous. I was an idiot. Right. We right. Pay, actually I, paid our I paid, house. Right. I wrote a check, right, when I sold my house, right? I paid off my second. I wrote a check on my first. To close. It, to, get to, close to get out of it. I was an idiot. Isn't that funny? So, yeah, it became quite Trey chic. So maybe, maybe. You know, vilifying, of course, the rule, first rule of war. Oh, yeah, you got to create. You got to vilify the enemy. You got to so, create the problem, right? Those evil Chinese. But, of course, a guy called us yesterday about uh, he was at Target store and talking about that the, no, nothing for Christmas is coming in yet. The warehouses are empty. There may be no Christmas this year, no toys for the American girls and boys from the commies. So good luck getting uh, Mattel back in America. <laughs> What do you think of a, a Barbie? 
a Barbie made again in Norwalk, California. <laughs> what cost? <laughs> You'd be making payments on it. Four, three easy payments right. of $495. No money down here. We got us a 2021 Barbie. They come in every color you can imagine. They're only $89.95. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> they throw in the Ken Barbie, the Ken divorce doll. <laughs> He comes with nothing. <laughs> yeah, all right. So anyway, where are we going here? The U.S. economy. This is written by a former Fed governor. The U.S. economy desperately needs help. Unemployment, already at the highest level, taking out the Great Depression, is expected to get worse and remained elevated for years. Yet the divide between Republicans and Democrats is threatening to delay action. What's needed are measures that can be put into practice quickly without getting bogged down in ideological debate. He has some ideas. Rarely has the argument for government spending to support the economy been more compelling. Long-term joblessness can do tremendous damage, and the cost of preventing it is extremely low. The U.S. can borrow for 30 years at an interest rate of approximately zero. Then again, they never talk about the principle now. Trump's brought this up. Oh, we could borrow it. We don't have to pay any interest. So the answer tends to depend on whether you're a follower of the long-dead but still important economist John Maynard Keynes. The, oh, here we go. They just love this guy. They love this guy. Right? Apparently, all the economists that came before this guy knew nothing. Right? They were idiots. Right. But this guy. So Keynesian, it is interesting, though. I bring it up for a reason. Keynesians think that unemployment is a demand problem. People aren't buying enough goods and services, so businesses aren't hiring, who otherwise are, would be eager to people that are eager to work. The solution is to generate more spending. For example, by expending and lengthening unemployment benefits. Non-Keynesians see employment as a supply problem. The jobless simply aren't willing to provide their labor at the current wages being offered. Thus, the right response is to cut benefits to give people an incentive to get back to work. It's interesting thought now when you think about it, isn't it? That said, you can think of a few ideas also for fiscal stimulus that both camps will support. Get this one. This is a Fed, former Fed governor. Eliminate sales tax. What could possibly be wrong with that? I mean, it's not like sales tax pays for anything. Yeah, where does that right? go? I mean, it's just, it's just a nothing thing, right? Yeah. It, it doesn't. What does that do? He wants to eliminate sales tax until the unemployment rate gets back to 5% or below. How could that hurt anything? The government will grant states that reduce their sales tax to zero an amount equal to their quarterly sales tax revenue in 2019. See? How about that? Why not? Why not? No sales tax. Number two, eliminate payroll tax, employee payroll tax. What does that go for? <laughs> I mean, what's that for? Seriously. Yeah. I mean, why not? Wait, we don't need Social Security or Medicare or Medicaid. We don't need any of that. So let's get rid of it. But here's the here's question I have. If nobody's coming to your restaurant or coming to your business, I don't think cutting payroll tax is going to help much since, oh, everybody's fired. Right. It, it, right. 30% of the country doesn't got a job today, doesn't Now, let me ask you, who's paying for that? Nobody? I would, no, no. There's no, the one, there's no, you're supposed to No have, offset on that. No right. offset. The so. government will just take care of it. Okay. Yeah, uh, so. I'm anyway. liking it. I'm All right. What else you and, got? And number three, introduce a temporary uniform basic income. 
So let me get this right. Let's get rid of the sales tax. Let's get rid of the payroll tax. And, and cough up a check. Everybody gets a check. But listen, here's no, this is how. What could be wrong with that? Let's just how, do that. Why is, would anybody work again? Well, you don't need to. That's maybe what this was designed for. Working, let's face it, I, you know, it's purely an inconvenience. So the here's what they thought. How much money do you think? Now, this is a Fed guy that tells you where inflation, set monetary policy. Let me go back to who he is. He's a, uh, he's a Bloomberg opinion columnist where I found this article on Bloomberg. He's a professor of economics at the University of Rochester in Minnesota. And he was president of the Federal Reserve Bank in Minneapolis from 09 to 2015. What we need, coming back, I want you people to think what you think would be a fair wage. What would be a uniform, basic income for every adult in this country? about what the new temporary uniform income should be. So, And how long is temporary, nobody knows. So this is the the Fed guy here. He says, well, he thinks every adult should receive, no matter what you make or whatever you're doing, good, bad, up, down, sideways, every adult should get a check for $2,000 every three months until the unemployment rate, again, declines to 5% or below. He says that'll cost $2 trillion per year and it'll represent more of a compromise, meaning that neither group will be completely happy, either Keynesians or basic economists. Well, first of all, his math's horrible. Okay, because I, I mean, I only went to, to public school and all of those things, but we spend just in Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. We're, we're over $2 trillion a year right now. Just on that. Right. So so right. I don't know where his numbers come from, right? The guy's a rocket scientist, obviously. Uh, but but who cares, right? An extra $2 trillion, $3 trillion, $4 trillion. As Eric said, hey, we can borrow it for next to nothing. Who cares about the principal? Well, it's just nuts. So so now the, the debate's on whether to expend the $600 a Inflation. week. Inflation. Oh, God, yeah. Inflation. Inflation. Well, it's just going to happen. You can't just print money. Here's what they know. Here's the because they know this: the actual unemployment rate. Everything's starting to reopen, and it's going to be just like we said. Layoffs are coming. Hours are going to be cut. All of those things are going to happen, and we're going to have a double-digit unemployment rate. And they're scared to you know what about it, and they don't know what to do, Eric. Well, I got to tell you. I mean, you got to move quick in these markets too. It's amazing the manipulation. But how about this? Former Vice President Joe Biden has thrown his support. He wants to cancel. Uh, he wants. He's called for rent forgiveness for everybody, for the entire country. And I think this is the way the presidential election is going to shape up. Right. Joe Biden wants. So so you got that guy. Joe Biden's like, hey, no rent. No one should pay any rent. And he's also saying mortgage forgiveness. Right. And all that too. Right. No rents. No mortgage. Pay, no. No one pay anything. Well, there's an interesting. Uh, interesting news item that i found this morning out of the miami see we do a lot of work for you this came out of the local mfi miami it's pandemonium florida landlords you think there's a line outside of costco okay florida landlords are lining up to evict people when the eviction moratorium ends next week they aren't waiting for the florida governor uh, ron DeSantis' executive order banning landlords from evicting peoples from their homes when it expires next week the courts are literally buried in thousands and thousands of eviction notices 
So, I mean, it's I got just bad crazy. News. I got bad news for those landlords. It's going to take them months and months and months to get their those tenants out. Well, those landlords haven't gotten anything. You may have got right. a stimulus check or something, but there's nothing for them. And then also, speaking of Minneapolis and the riots, I'm sure this isn't helping. Mall of America is now on the verge of foreclosure. They've missed two payments on their $1.4 billion mortgage to Wells Fargo. <laughs> Now, now, by the way, if you don't know this mall, it's the largest mall in the United States. They quit paying. Yeah. They didn't make their payments. They have no interest in paying. So now, you know, when you get to that third month, now, you know, they say if you own the ba- if you owe the bank a few hundred thousand and you can't pay them, you got a problem, okay? I think if you owe the bank $1.4 billion and can't pay them, they got a problem. <laughs> I think it's their problem. So, but who knows? The banks don't care anymore. The free markets and the, uh, you know, the the validity of the Federal Reserve note, the validity of business models, the validity validity of banks, were are all going to be questioned here as this moves forward. Is the money really worth anything if nobody has to pay it back? I mean, is it really worth anything that the government can just print it? Why do I have to toil and work so hard and then give them a third or fourth 40% of what I make if they're just going to hand it out and print it at will? This is how money loses its value, ladies and gentlemen. The debt went up $30 billion in one day. Yesterday, we were $15 billion short of $25.5 trillion. Today, we're $25.515 trillion. I mean, that's how fast it's happening. We were going to run a special on uh, some $20 gold pieces. When we went on the air, gold's come back $38 since we've been on the air. Somebody's Why? listening. So uh, that, that special is now moot, but we've got a great a, a five-pack. A nice five-pack for you that Joe's been working on. It's really kind of neat. It's got a lot of material in it. Um, it's got a little of everything. Where it's kind of cleaning out the vaults here for the last uh, three months of absolute insane volume that we've run through here. You get a, it's amazing. You get a U.S. ten dollar Indian gold piece, which is by the way that Indian material. piece in there less than a ten dollar Liberty in yeah. this special. It's got the ten Indian in it, a thousand fifty, and a five Indian which is the incused Indian, which is stunningly beautiful. So you get two Indians. Also less. You get one little, two little, three little Indians. No, you get two Indians. You get a $10 and a $5. Now, Joe has some of these. This is, again, a bullion item. But because of the fractionality of it and the premiums are so high on this material that, in my opinion, it meets the criteria to be classified as private material. And that's a U.S. $5, one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagle. He's got one of those in there at 210 bucks. We still, I think it's our last. We have two rolls of the beautiful BU Peace dollars left, so we're going to break those down. We don't don't have any more bags. Right, no more mini bags. They're gone. So we can do the BU Peace dollar that he put in there at 3 bucks. It also, this has got five five pieces. He's also got a little, he showed it to me before he went on the air. He's got a, a quarter ounce silver, mini silver eagle. Now, it's minted by an independent mint, but you look at it, it's got, it's identical it's at the size of a quarter. It's a it's a quarter ounce. It says silver, United States of America. It has everything on it but one U.S. dollar, obviously, because it isn't. But it is minted by an independent mint. We're going to throw that in for five bucks, and it's pretty neat. So we'll do the whole package at eighteen forty-five, all for the five pack. 
Get them while you can. 1-800-951-0592. We have 25 of these. They will be sayonara. What are the Chinese going to tell people to buy gold? When would they come on? If they really want to mess with the debt, and they really want to mess with anything, they get their Secretary of Treasury, Secretary Cha Ching going, China, all billion people buy gold today. Yeah, there's your up thousand dollar day. We'll be back. Radio News Hour final segment. Uh, oh, if you're having trouble getting through, we'll get to you. One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We got a five pack, ten Indian, five Indian, five dollar gold eagle, a beautiful, beautiful BU piece dollar, and a little quarter silver eagle at uh, eighteen forty five. At thirty five shipping and handling at three percent for credit cards. A uh, Harvard professor Graham Allison yesterday on uh, CNBC Squawk Box Asia. This is a Harvard guy was talking about the drums of war beating with China, saying that it will most likely end very badly for both countries. Well, let me tell you what's happened here. So huge riots now in Hong Kong. Every year, uh, the Secretary of Defense has to report to Congress whether or not Hong Kong remains sufficiently autonomous. Uh, Mike Pompeo just came out and says that Hong Kong is no longer significantly autonomous and now essentially is controlled by China. And it puts the United States in a really weird spot. What do we do? What is our response going to be, Eric? Well, I don't know. The drum, the, the war drums are beating. They sent two aircraft carriers to the South China Sea, a.k.a. Vietnam. Now, when we started Patriot Trading Group, China didn't have an aircraft carrier. Yeah. They just put when two we started more out this there. company, they just sent two more. How many do they have? What are we going to do? Invade Hong Kong? You got to stop doing. Really? What are we going to do? Invade Hong Kong? Who's going to invade Hong Kong? Right. No one's going to do that. So I, I think right, we're going to try to respond with some kind of economic hit to the Chinese. I think we've got a, something. This is even worse than the trade wars that we were talking oh, about much before worse. that. So now China's demanding that the U.S. withdraw sanction on all their tech suppliers. And don't forget the rare earth minerals and the things that are built. I mean, there are things this country can no longer build that are mandatory into the functioning of most of our machinery, especially our military-industrial complex. You know, nobody even knows why Boeing airplanes won't fly, and a lot of people think it's because the Chinese programmed them not to. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. So, I mean, it's crazy. And I have documented you go back listen any shows that i've done documented that this was going to be horrific and i'm glad i'm still alive to see it so i mean uh, i want to see this i want to see this country come back i want to see us do it i want to see it i'd love to see all the manufacturing come back i'd love to see us just go yeah you're gonna mess with us we do a harry truman type moment unfortunately we're not uh, in that position anymore the only thing left now is a stimulus check. That's it, man. It's crazy. Businesses, the small businesses are getting hammered in Arizona. Hammered. Hammered. So, I don't know what's going to happen. They better do something. Three trillion, drop in the bucket. They'll need three trillion to get us through to August. They'll need another five trillion, I've told you, around Labor Day, and then a Christmas stimulus of another three so I don't even know what that is. Another $10 trillion between now and Christmas. 
I mean, if that's the way it's going to be. Other than that, everybody just go out there and, you know, live and let live. You know, just get out, get busy living, get busy dying, do the best you can. But even so, doing the best you can, the, the distancing put in place for rational, common sense thinking does not allow throngs of people to head into your business anymore. Five-pack, 1845. Uh, you get a, two Indians, a $5 U.S. gold piece, you get a uh, silver piece, and you get a quarter-ounce mini silver. Well, that's it. We'll wrap it up for today. Uh, gold came all the way back. Just went positive. Now, without 35 at the height, all the way back, heading the other way. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.